Hi, and welcome to Travel Tips Tuesday. My name is John, and this is a podcast where it is my goal to serve you well by providing you up-to-date, creative, and personal travel tips to make the best out of your travel goals. We hope that you enjoy the episode. Hey, and good evening, everyone, and welcome back to Travel Tips Tuesday. Again, I'm very glad to be able to interact with you all tonight and hear from you. Uh, it's a, it was a blistering hot day here in Alabama. Um, it is August the 13th, 2019. It feels like we're right smack dab in the middle of summer, the dog days of summer. We've got about a month of the season of summer left, but um, it was very, very warm today. Uh, let me tell you what. Anyway, uh, enough about that. Uh, we are going to be talking about a lot of really awesome things tonight. We're going to be digging into the three-ish kind of um, main resort hotel types at Walt Disney World. That's the first thing that we're going to be Really the main thing that we're going to be doing, uh, but really right now the first thing I really want to do before I get into all that is this. I want to thank everybody that's been tuning in and listening to Travel Tips Tuesday. Uh, I've lost track of exactly how long it's been going, somewhere around 18 months or so in its current form. Uh, we've been going for about seven or eight months roughly, um, and I put it on on a podcast uh, through the Anchor podcast distribution system. You know, it's on um, Apple Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, several others that are out there working on getting it on Stitcher uh, and a couple of others right now as well. But So that's been a lot of fun. We are approaching about 500 downloads or listens, so that is pretty cool. I'm excited about that. So thank you to everybody that has been listening on podcast form and has then sharing this thing on the go. If you want to go back and look at the look at a catalog of them, uh, you can go to to Anchor FM and search for them, or easily you can go to TravelTipsTuesday.com. That'll redirect you directly to the podcast page where all the episodes and podcast form of Travel Tips Tuesday are. You can listen. You can listen to those on the go if you want. Um, as always, I appreciate reviews uh, that are on Apple Podcasts. That helps push it out to other people. You know, I don't, I'm not sponsored to this. I don't, uh, you know, I don't get anything from Apple or any of those other people. I, this is just something I love to do and I love to serve others and I love to help people out. So please, um, please, please rate me on, um, on Apple podcast and let me know what you think. Tell, tell people why you like it. Uh, why it is beneficial to you. You can do the same thing on uh, the business page as well. Uh, if you go to Facebook, dot com forward slash travelmation john r or you can just uh, search at travelmation john r or if you're my facebook friend you can find that information uh in my facebook profile and just hop on there and you can leave me a review recommendation let other people know even if you have not booked a trip with me if there's something you've heard on this particular facebook live or podcast that's been beneficial for you um, please share it with others because it might benefit somebody else so this is kind of the communal feel of this so tonight we are going to get into the three resort hotel categories at walt disney world so we're specifically focusing again on walt disney world this is part of the walt disney world travel basic series that i've been doing kind of off and on uh over the past few months so i figured you know there are a lot of people out there that um, maybe haven't been to Disney World in a while or haven't been to Walt Disney World in a while or maybe folks that are planning their first trip. Um, so figure this might be something that would be beneficial. So this might be kind of basic for some of you. Um, if, if you go you know, you know, every other year or multiple times a year, you may know a lot of the stuff. There may be things in here that you don't know. 
because uh, I am going to talk about some things that are very, very recent um, that apply to some of these resort hotel categories. So please stick with me. And as always, if you have a comment, a question, if you want to contribute to tonight's discussion, uh, please let me know. Just leave a comment below and uh, I would love to hear from you. If there's something that you like about one of these resort hotel categories, leave it. Uh, I want to hear about it. If there's something you don't like about it, I want to hear about that as well. I want to share that with, with everyone that is listening to this. Um, also, if you have a specific story or you know anecdote, something that happened at uh, at one of the resort hotels for you that's that's a you know long lasting memory, share that as well. You know I want to I want to share that with other people so we can um, celebrate with you in those memories that you have. So the three main resort categories again are value, moderate, and del and deluxe. And I said three resort categories ish up front, and that's because there's kind of a a wing to the deluxe category, and that's going to be the villas that are available, and we're going to hit on those a little bit. I'm um, also going to mention Disney Vacation Club just very, very briefly. Um, but again, if you have any comments, please let me know. And you you want to stay to the, to the end tonight because I'm going to be sharing with you a very special deal that I'm doing, basically starting now through September 29th. Uh, and I'm going to share those details at the end uh, for you. So if you're thinking about traveling to Walt Disney World in November or December of this year, hang on um, because I'm going to share something that you will want to hear. So value resorts. The biggest perk of value resorts is, avail is availability. They have lots of rooms in the value resorts. Um, the, the design is very, very simple. Um, they have basically little clusters of the, of the same, basically, buildings that are identical because most of the rooms are identical at most of the value resorts. There are some subtle differences uh, in the layouts and, and in the sizes and in the furnishings, but for the most part, you know, they have all the same amenities. Uh, they have a lot of standard rooms. That's going to be the biggest value, uh, so to speak, is that they have a lot of standard rooms. Um, there are some variations of that, um, so they might have a pool view room um, or preferred standard room you know, view, that kind of thing that might be a little bit closer to the main building or closer to the bus stops or maybe a little bit further out or have a, you know, a water view, something like that. Maybe they're a little bit quieter than some of the others. So that is one thing to understand about the value resorts. You can still throw some variety in there uh, if you want to. Some of them also are newer than others and they have different activities. Uh, some of the uh, rooms also at some of the value resorts have been more recently refurbished than the others. So if you're thinking about a trip and you're on a budget and you want to get those on-property perks, which we've talked about before, and there are a lot of them that took up an entire uh, episode just in and of itself, um, please reach out to me because I want to talk to you. I want to figure out what the best fit for you uh, is going to be with one of those value resort options because it very well could be a great fit. Uh, I saw a comment on one of the largest Disney fan pages earlier you know, maybe 15 or 20 minutes ago, that just kind of made me sad. They were poking fun at Valley Resorts. I personally love Valley Resorts. I've stayed at them a lot. I've had some pretty awesome experiences. I've had some that are, you know, kind of kind of so-so, but never any that uh, were, were horrible. So um, anyway, so please, please, um, you know, if you have something, again, you want to share, let me know. Um, I want to hear from you if you've had an experience that you like. So uh, again, we're just kind of going through some of the some of the basic bullet points um, of of some of the resort categories themselves. The next thing is this: um, they they do have some suite options. So one of the all store uh, one of the all store value resorts 
And also at uh, the Disney's Art of Animation Resort, especially that one, there are a lot of sweet uh, resort options. So if you have a large family like myself, uh, we have a total of six in our house uh, right now, and you know you can't fit in, in a standard room of four. You may say, well, you know, when I'm on a road trip and I'm stopping at the Hampton Inn or Motel 6 or whatever it is, uh, I might be able to squeeze more than four people in a room. You can't do that with Disney. Um, they, there are systems in place where you know, they're not doing like room checks every five minutes to see how many people have in your room. But um, there are certain things, if you want to know more about that, that, that they do that prevent you from doing that. Especially in California, they're extra strict about the number of people in a room um, in, in California. So uh, if you have questions about room capacities and those kinds of things, because there are some things to understand uh, if you, especially if you're traveling with a younger family and you have infants and children in your family, uh, the way those are accounted for is slightly different. And again, that's a, that's based on age. So if you have questions about that, again, as an agent, I'm well aware of those policies and I will tell you the truth. I'm not going to tell you something I read off a blog somewhere. Uh, I'm going to tell it to you truthfully what, what Disney's policy is and, and be upfront with you going into it. So uh, one of the next thing is about value resorts is they have a big pool. So one of the things that Disney hotels are known for are the pools. People like to go pool hopping, which is a lot more challenging than it used to be um, around some of the resort hotels. So if that's something you're thinking about or you've heard of people doing, just be wary of that. It is not as easy as you think it is. So if you're staying on property in one of the resort hotels, the hotel that you're staying at, it's very easy to go out because you have the pool there. Now, occasionally, some of them will go under refurbishment. There are some pools at some of the hotels, value resorts that are going under refurbishment, excuse me, uh, within the next 12 to 18 months, roughly. So if you're planning a trip um, and you're curious about that, you know, construction, you know, those kinds of things, really any resort hotel, that's another thing that we can help you with. Um, we can let you know roughly when that will that will begin when it will end if you want to stay at one of those resorts because sometimes the rates at even at the value resorts are a little bit lower than they normally are because of the construction so even if you want to stay there and you want a room further away from where the construction is going to be we can request those sorts of things there are no guarantees but those are things that we can help you out with um, if if needed as an agent and again i don't charge anything extra for that um, it's a sales pitch it's kind of a non-sales sales pitch in a way because again i'm here to help you out uh, I'm not making anything, you know, extra. I'm not, I'm not charging, uh, you know, any extra hidden fees. The agency's not charging any extra fees, so we're just here to help you. So, um, the the pools are one thing. There's a big main pool usually at most of the Valley Resorts, and also typically you're going to have a couple of sort of more satellite pools because the resorts are kind of spread out. Um, they're not going to necessarily expect everybody to come to, to the big main pool, uh, but there are going to be a couple of others usually. Uh, Larger-than-life theming, so when you go into some of the value resorts, you're going to feel like you're in another world, like you're shrunk down and you're in, you know, a classic animated feature of some sort. You're going to see, you know, Disney characters that are, that are life-size. You're also going to see some of them that have, like, really cool staircases that are encased in things like bowling pins or Rubik's Cubes. Um, you're going to, you know, like at the All-Star Sports Resort that I stayed at back in May, I did a brief Facebook Live in there if you rewind um, a good bit. You can go back and see that. Um, where I did a little panorama, it looks, it's like you were standing in the middle of a football field, uh, but it was a little bit larger than life, and it was just, it was, it was really neat. They have a lot of really cool theming that uh, especially children, I find, love. A lot of great little picture spots 
Um, a really cool thing. One of the really awesome things about Disney's Art of Animation Resort specifically, it's probably my favorite value resort uh, on, on property, is they offer animation classes at this resort, but they also pipe in water, piping music under, underwater in their big blue pool. Um, so that's a pretty awesome thing as well. And they have, again, a lot of great options. Love Art of Animation. It's in a great location as well. It's on the Skyliner uh, route. So for those of you that have heard about the Skyliner, um, uh, the new transportation system that is that is basically open and running for the most part um, right now, then then it's it's a great place to think about staying. Uh, most of the value resorts have one quick service food court restaurant area. Um, they have one main gift shop. They show outdoor movies. Many of the resort hotels actually do this, and most of them have some sort of quick service option. But for the value resorts, that's going to be the central uh, the central kind of food place. Uh, for the most part, at at uh, at the value resorts and these quick service food areas. So if you've heard about the dining plans, where you receive a resort refillable mug, you can actually buy those separately uh, as well to use throughout your stay. That's where you go fill them up um, at the food courts at your value resort. They also have one main bus stop. So you heard me earlier on talking about how spread spread out they are. Um, now, like the All Star, their All Star resorts, they're split up into All Star music, uh, movies, and sports. Pop Century is split up, you know, by years and categories uh, as well. So uh, Art of Animation is a little bit different, but they have, you know, stops at each one of those, but each one of them have their own main building, um, and they have uh, their own, uh, you know, their, their own bus stops at, the, at each of the main buildings. So that's something to be aware of when you're playing, when you're traveling uh, at the Valley Resorts. You know, the, the buses run on a regular schedule, but it may take a little bit longer um, to get on a bus, especially when there's lots of people staying there. So the buses may run on a regular rotation, but that frequency uh, a lot of times doesn't necessarily keep up with, with the demands. You may have more people trying to get on a bus uh, at the same time going to a specific area. So it's just, just something to think about when you're playing, when you're, when you're, when you're traveling. Um, so just be aware of that. Um, also, they're going to be the furthest away from the resorts. Uh, that's one of the reasons why they're price, priced lower. When you're thinking about resort locations, when you're thinking about um, how they're priced and you know where, if, if you're looking for a nicer experience, a more convenient experience, those kinds of things, the biggest reason why uh, resort hotels are priced the way they are is based on uh, location. And we're going to be talking about location more as we, as we get into this. And again, if you have a comment, I saw uh, my friend Delmar tag one of his friends in this earlier. If you have a comment, Please drop it below. If you have somebody that you think needs to hear this, uh, needs needs to uh, listen to it, uh, please, please, please tag them in this. Feel free to share it as much as you like. These streams always should be public, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I want to make sure that uh, we can just, again, help each other and learn from each other. That's what it's all about. Moderate resorts. So at moderate resorts, they're going to have more room options and more room types. One of the biggest differences, so I mentioned some, some of the value resorts do have a family suite option. At the Valley Resorts, they actually have something called fifth sleeper rooms. Probably saying to yourself, self, what is a fifth sleeper room? Essentially, it's a standard room uh, where they, there's, a, there's a bench. Again, the, st the standard rooms at, at moderate resorts are typically a little bit larger than uh, the Valley Resorts. Uh, and in the standard res uh, resort rooms at the moderate resorts, there's typically like kind of a bench area, maybe sometimes with, with some coat hooks, you know, space to hang things and put your luggage. Well, in that space, 
the wall actually flips down um, into a convertible bed that is a little, it's, it's not as small as a toddler bed, but it's not as large as a full bed. Uh, Disney says that those fifth sleeper beds can sleep up to about roughly nine, 10 year old uh, child. So um, if you have a family of five, especially if you have younger children, it's definitely something to consider. When my family went to Walt Disney World back in May, we stayed in a fifth sleeper room at Port Orleans Riverside Resort. It was perfect for us. I mentioned we're a family of six. You're probably saying to yourself, talked about the room situation, capacity issues, and stuff like that. Disney's very particular about it. They are. However, um, if you have infants, and infants for, for Disney are considered children two and under. So, which, so if you're not you know, paying for them to get into the parks, but it's essentially considered... Uh, an infant for them so they they do not count um, against your total type they'll actually allow you one in your room uh, without uh, you know without counting against your total type so that's something cool to think about so in this fifth sleeper room because of the ages of our children one of them could have slept in that fifth sleeper bed so we had again one more room or one more space for an infant to come in and kind of take that um, that extra spot, even though they weren't actually in the bed. So we had, um, we called ahead, had it set up where uh, the resort staff brought a pack and play to the room uh, for our baby so we didn't have to bring that with us. So that was very, very nice. Uh, we had that all set up in our room. We had plenty of room for it, plenty of space for our family, um, and it was a great, great, great stay. So, drop one of my pieces of paper here. Hang on. All right, pause. Sorry, it happens sometimes. Live broadcast. Yay. So, Fifth sleeper options are great. Again, the larger rooms, a little bit more space than some of them, uh, a little bit more space in, in standard rooms. Uh, the views are going to be nicer typically as well, so you're not going to be looking into a parking lot for the most part. You might be, but um, you're going to have more views of you know forests and gardens and flowers and different things like that. Uh, the moderate resorts are a little bit different. Each of them have their own you know different theme, their own different flair. Uh, but the amenities, for the most part, are going to be generally the same. They are going to have nicer furnishing. So the furniture is going to feel a little bit nicer in the moderate resorts than they were uh, in the value resorts. So the overall feel of the, of the whole experience is, is going to be a little bit better, I, I feel. Um, they also are going to have table service dining options as well. So the value resorts, again, I mentioned their central food area are going to be the quick service food court areas. Uh, that we've talked about. They have a lot of you know grab, great grab-and-go options, a lot, some made-to-order food options there for you. But again, we're talking quick service, counter service, uh, kind of you know a step above fast food kind of stuff. Um, and again, great quality stuff. It's Disney food. I love Disney's food. It's really good. Um, you know, there, there's some that I care for more than others, and some Disney food that I don't like as much as others. Um, but for the most part, again, uh, pretty good quality stuff. So table service and quick service food options at the moderate resorts. Um, again, they have a pretty nice and large central pool, uh, just like the value resorts do. But uh, the theming is going to be a little bit more grown up, I guess, is kind of the, the easiest way to say that. Um, that's not to push families away from going. In fact, when we were there, we met some other families with our uh, child the morning that we left. We actually had a late checkout at 1.00 and spent some time in the resort pool at, at Port Orleans Riverside, and it was great. We had a lot of fun, um, and it was, my kids loved it. We went down, to, some of our kids went down a water slide for the first time, um, so that was really cool. Had a great, great time there. Also, they're closer to the parks than uh, the value resorts are. So again, location, the closer to the parks. 
And one of the other perks are now of this, you know, a lot of the moderate resorts are uh, spread out, um, not in a different, I would say in a different way than uh, the value resorts are. So the value resorts, there's so many of them um, that they are spread out. But here's the thing with the moderate resorts is they actually have a bus stop, multiple bus stops scattered around the resort area. So you're not going to one central area like you are at the value resorts. You're actually going to have the opportunity to go on a bus at different bus stops. Um, and because of the fact the way they run the resorts, it's a little bit more of an efficient operation um, than the bus resort routes for the value resorts. I feel that that's been my personal experience. Now, other people listening to this, uh, watching this may have had a different experience, but my experience comparatively is that it's a lot smoother experience uh, with the buses at the, at the moderate resorts than, than the value resorts. So if that's something you're looking, you are going to be staying on property, you're not renting a car, you're looking to maximize your time, you may have to come back to the resort during the middle of the day, um, I would highly recommend uh, thinking about a moderate resort because the value resorts will take you a little bit longer um, to do. So I want to mention one specific uh, kind of newer area of a value resort that if you're a Disney nut like myself, you're probably like, okay, you're going to talk about this. Um, is the Grand Destino Tower. So the Grand Destino Tower is the newest part of one of our moderate resorts, uh, one of the moderate resorts at Walt Disney World, um, part of Coronado Springs. And it is um, now, they now house the main check-in area for that entire resort complex. I've, uh, our agency owner has been there. I've you know, watched some vlogs and heard from some other folks that have been there, and it's beautiful, an absolutely beautiful place. Um, that uh, I think everybody needs to go and visit. It has almost a deluxe kind of feel to it. It's almost kind of like halfway between a moderate and, and a deluxe in a way, uh, the way this tower has been built as part of that resort. They even have a club-level lounge on it where you can book club-level rooms with club-level club level access. So that's pretty cool. If you're looking for, uh, you don't want to pay the high-dollar prices at some of the deluxe or deluxe villa rooms, but you want a pretty solid and, and intimate experience, highly think about uh, an experience at Grand Destino Tower. That is, if you can get in, because availability there is very limited, uh, because it is a new resort, you know, it's kind of a hot item if you were. Uh, but definitely a place you want to go visit and see if you have some, some time to spare. Uh, it'd, be, it'd be a pretty neat place to tour, especially if you're a Disney veteran. Um, just go and check it out and see if that's something that you want to do. Maybe a place that you want to book for your next day um, down the road. So again, you know, I'm throwing a lot of information at you tonight. Um, I'm going on a tangent here and there, but one of my goals is to um, help bring clarity to all that. So if it seems too chaotic, especially if you're a first-time traveler to Disney or maybe you're thinking down the road um, of saving up for those once-in-a-lifetime kind of trips, because a lot of families, a lot of people that, that I meet and that I talk to, they only, they only will have the chance to go uh, one time. Um, so as a cast member, I was I was spoiled. I was there every day and, and got to see a lot and, and know a lot of uh, awesome people and form a lot of great relationships as a result of that experience then and ones that I've had uh, since then. So I want to help you sort through all that. Uh, I want to be a resource for you, so please message me um, or shoot me an email, um, drop something in the comments, and I'll get back to you. So deluxe and deluxe villa options. So if you were going to celebrate something special, super special, like a honeymoon or maybe a promotion or an important anniversary or um, you know, maybe you had, you had something else really cool happen, um, deluxe and deluxe villa options are a great, um, great place to go if you're looking for a lot to do, if you're looking for convenience, uh, if you're looking for an excellent 
uh, excellent experience. So you're gonna have good experiences, all of them, but the deluxe resorts, they plus it in basically every area uh, that you can on a, on a hotel stay. So there are many, many more room types available. There are shaded rooms. Again, they go all the way up to club level and even villa type rooms. And what villa type rooms are, Typically, it's going to be a lot larger. Think uh, nicer suite, basically. They even have some available at some of those resort hotels that are two level. They have some that are their own separate buildings, like cottages uh, as well. They even have bungalows. Like if you've ever seen like commercials for all-inclusives you know, in, in the Caribbean or the Pacific, um, in you know, these bungalows that are like sitting out in the middle of the water kind of things, they have those at Disney's Polynesian uh, Village Resort. It's a really cool experience and they're absolutely beautiful, they're breathtaking. Walt Disney World even has tree houses available that you can stay in. You're probably like, I wanna stay in my tree house and my kid you know, build out in the backyard. No, it's not like that. These are tree houses that are absolutely beautiful. Um, they have an, they're on a great, uh, they're in a great location. They're very convenient, they're close to Disney Springs. Um, they're right on the Saskagoola River as well. Uh, they're also tucked back in uh, kind of a more of a forested area, hence the treehouse kind of thing. Um, and they're a little bit quieter as well, but they're very easy to access. And they're a great thing if you're just, if you're just looking to do uh, something different. So um, the, the rooms, uh, again, the deluxe villa options have more square footage. Again, you're going to deal with even nicer furnishings than the moderate resorts um, had. And, uh, you know, the location, of course, location, 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 the parks uh, are going to be close by, maybe, maybe even almost literally at your doorstep. Uh, if you're thinking about uh, a deluxe option, you definitely want to think about the monorail uh, loop resorts first. And that is going to be Disney's Polynesian Village Resort, uh, the Contemporary Resort, and, which is the one that the monorail goes through, and also Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. Uh, so, and again, you don't have to have reservations to go visit any of these. So if you're down there, you want to explore them, highly recommend it. I absolutely love hopping, uh, doing a monorail loop hop, just kind of popping around and maybe going to Chef Mickey's or going over to, you know, Polynesian Village Resort and getting a Dole Whip from the Pineapple and I, or popping over to Grand Floridian and see what's going on there, listen to somebody play piano in the atrium, those kinds of things. So um, especially really cool to see the trees there, the holidays and those kinds of things. Um, very, very convenient to go. Now, if you're going to be going to any of the late after hour events um, at uh, Magic Kingdom or at Epcot, highly recommend uh, those three resorts because of convenience. Um, if you have uh, small children as well that may need naps during the middle of the day, again, convenient to get out of the park. You're not going to have to worry about getting on a bus or, you know, get, trying to find your car or, or whatever the case may be. Hop on the monorail, boop, and be right over there. Even if the monorails, for some reason, are not running, um, the bus transportation to those resorts is very, very quick. And Disney is actually in the process of constructing some new pathways to make it easier to get to some of the resorts and to get around. So they are making a lot of improvements in the area to make it easier on guests that are staying there. Um, so Disney is being very intentional about that. One of the other really cool things that they have uh, at those resorts and some of the other deluxe resorts are character dining experiences. So if you don't want to spend the time uh, to go in the parks for a character meal, you can do it outside of the parks. Again, you don't have to be staying there. Uh, you can be driving over to Disney for a day. My family's done that. And have breakfast at Chef Mickey or brunch at Chef Mickey's or you know go see uh, Lilo and Mickey over at um, Ohana. Uh, in the morning, or there are princess uh, breakfast experiences as well. Um, there are, let's see, what else? Um, there's a breakfast experience at uh, over at 
um, Yacht Beach Club or Beach Club as well. There, there's a, there's a bunch of different ones that are around uh, Walt Disney World po property at the deluxe resorts uh, that you can look into if you're looking for a really cool experience. Um, they're going to have uh, more amenities. Um, they're going to be closer, easier to access. The pools are going to be a little bit more deluxe in feel. Uh, again, they're not going to be like totally fine where if you look at something wrong, you feel like you're going to break it. But uh, they're, they're just going to be more fun. They're going to have more water slides. They're going to be bigger. Some of them have zero entry uh, pools. They're going to have more jacuzzis around. Uh, they're going to have more um, uh, more you know pavilions. The different things that you can you can do and, and rent and, and experience um, at, at some of the deluxe resorts. They're also going to have, in addition to character dining, they're going to have more table service restaurants. They still do have some quick service restaurants that are going to be available for you uh, as well, if that's something that you want to do, if you're just looking for a convenient bite. Uh, but they're also going to have things uh, that are seasonal as well, seasonal celebrations. Some of the moderate resorts, even the values, will have sort of seasonal offerings that they're going to have um, but again, you're just talking about more more things to do. Um, one of the biggies that I found that a lot of people um, will ask, and I actually answered something about this very recently, is when I go to Walt Disney World, do they have spas? Can I can I go get you know a couple of massages on my honeymoon or anniversary or whatever the case may be? Yes, you can. In fact, Disney has some award-winning spas called Senses by Disney. There's a couple of them. Um, my wife and I had the chance to visit the one at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. It's its own separate building. They have a lot of wonderful, wonderful services there um, that will you know, make the 45 minutes or hour long, however long you're there, seem like it's two or three minutes. I mean, the service is great. The cast members are wonderful, um, very, very professional, and it's a great, great experience. I speak from uh, personal experience, and I highly, highly recommend uh, a spa package if, you can, if, if that is something that, that it will fit your trip. Well, uh, also club level options. So we've talked about club level uh, with Grand Destino. That is the only moderate resort that has a club level option. Um, it's kind of, again, it's sort of a moderate deluxe hybrid. Um, but the club level options at some of the other, other resorts, um, we're going to have, they're going to be a little bit different. The food is not going to be the same at all of them. You know, they're going to be, you know, most similarities. So they're going to have food and snacks throughout the day. Uh, you're going to have a concierge specifically for club, club level guests. If you want to book any you know, last minute activities or reservations, um, you know, you can do that right then and there. Uh, of course, as your travel agent, I'm always willing to help you with that. But um, sometimes it is easier to do it right there on the spot. The concierge that can, you know, go into systems that I don't have direct access to. Uh, have direct access to some systems, not all of them, um, but it's, it's quicker to see, uh, to kind of get things done there in person uh, sometimes. So, uh, of course, I mentioned character dining already, amazing holiday theming. So the trees, I talk about the holidays a lot. It's kind of an exciting thing. It's a theme, and we'll be talking about that at, at the end when I talk about the special deal that I'm going to be mentioning in November and December. Um, so the holiday theming, the offerings that they have, uh, the special food and you know, d you know, dessert items, drink items, those kind of things. So, um, very excited about that. Even if you're not, if, if you're going to be in Central Florida during the holidays, if, even if you're not going to the park, if you're not staying on property, go visit the resort hotels during the holidays. Maybe just go have a meal. Go to downtown Disney and hang out for a little bit for the day and then pop over to some of the resorts. Hop on a Disney bus, go to the resorts, and then go back to downtown Disney when you're done, or Disney Springs as it were. Um, my friend McNair Wilson just does not like the name Disney Springs. If you know McNair, uh, then uh, you will understand McNair is the guy that came up with the name for Disney Springs. He's a former cast member and Imagineer, and he also 
um, helped uh, the, helped basically come up with the concept for Tower of Terror and develop that with Mel Brick. So there's my little um, Tower of Terror McNair um, tangent for the night. Um, I mentioned the bungalows at Disney's Polynesian Village Resort. So that is a one, kind of a just a really really neat experience uh, that's sort of hard to put into words. The Savannah View Rooms at Animal Kingdom Lodge. So this is a neat experience. If you want to like get that sort of Savannah Safari kind of feel, go to Animal Kingdom Lodge and grab one of the Savannah View Rooms. You can wake up and you'll see animals, giraffes. Like it's really cool to see a Maasai giraffe walking along Savannah when you get up and you go to sleep at night. You know, maybe you're sitting out on your balcony uh, in the rain, which it does a lot in, in Central Florida. Um, some of those animals are still out uh, in the rain. It's just really neat. It's relaxing to sit out there. It's a completely different feel. There are a lot of activities to do around Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. It's a very massive resort hotel area. Uh, of course, it's right there next to the Animal Kingdom Park. Um, and there's a lot of activities, a lot of educational things, a lot of great dining options. A lot of great seasonal activities as well, even a lot of free options that are there um, that, that you can participate in. So highly recommend that. That's where my wife and I stayed on our honeymoon, and I really want to get back there someday with the whole family uh, and really look forward to that moment whenever it happens. So, again, I mentioned the many other resort activities. Uh, one other quick resort I want to highlight that we've talked about before on Travel Tips Tuesday, and that is the Fort Wilderness Resort area. That's going to be the campgrounds where you can put, set up your tents, your RVs, your trailers, also the cabins at Fort Wilderness and the Fort Wilderness Lodge. Um, you can do horseback riding. There's, you know, I think they even do archery. There's, um, there's hiking available. There's running trails. There's uh, a number of other things that you can do uh, in the Wilderness Resort area. Of course, if you have not done this, which I hopefully plan to uh, one of the next times I go down to Disney, the Hoopty Doo Musical Review in the Wilderness Resort area, you need to go do this. It's a classic show. It's a dinner theater kind of show that kicks it up a notch. It's one of the one of the longest running shows of its type uh, around, and uh, and just it's it's an, it's an experience that that you will not regret having. So if you've never done the Hoopty Doo Musical Review at Disney, it's kind of got a cheesy name, but it's an awesome experience. So Hope says it is awesome. Hoopty Doo, yeah, absolutely do it. Um, so. Great, ex great experience for you. So here's uh, here's some announcements for you. That's kind of wrapping up the conversation on the value moderate and deluxe, and just touched on the villas briefly. Um, didn't really talk about DVC a whole lot. Disney Vacation Club. Um, that's kind of a different subject. So some of the things that I mentioned, you can actually get use your Disney Vacation Club points towards. Uh, if that's something that you have or you're looking into, um, you know I, I'm not a DVC member. Um, but uh, that is something that some folks choose to have, and I know a lot of people that are, and, and they like it, but it's not for, it's not for everybody. It's kind of Disney's version of, of the timeshare. Um, so that's, that's, sort of, that's sort of what it is, even though they won't say it is a timeshare for lack of you know, basic understanding that's essentially what it is. So here's a special announcement. Here's the special promotions that you've been, uh, you've been waiting for. Uh, currently, Disney is running uh, two major offers that run out um, September the 29th. And that is the fall holiday room offer and also the free dining offer. And that's, we're talking 2019. So if you're listening to this in the future, uh, this is 2019. Um, and those are not offers that I'm going to be promoting. I am kind of promoting by talking about them, but that's not what I mentioned what I was talking about when, when I started talking about this up front, the special offer that I have for everybody. So, uh, but the basics of fall holiday room offer is it's a discounted uh, room hotel only option. That's going to be based on availability. There's availability in each of the three types. 
um, but not necessarily each of those resorts, if that makes sense. Uh, and then the free dining promotion as well, um, based on the resort uh, hotel type that you have in availability, you're either going to get a quick, free quick service meal plan or you're going to get a free Disney dining plan, which is the middle tier, uh, with the option to upgrade from quick service to Disney or, or all the way to the deluxe or from the, the Disney dining plan to the deluxe Disney dining plan, if that's something you wanted to do. If you have questions about the dining plans, what those inclusions are, how to use them, those kinds of things, uh, let me know. Typically, Disney will have some sort of other price increase in the fall. We don't really know when it's coming. We just know what it is. We just know that it will be at some point. Um, so when the free dining plans um, were released recently, there was another little bump in pricing, um, but there will likely be another one this fall, especially with the advent of Disney's Galaxy's Edge. So if you want to travel in November or December, I highly recommend to book now. And that is because you'll be locked in at the current pricing, so things are likely not to get cheaper. However, one thing that I am offering all guests that book a trip to Walt Disney World in either November or December um, are basically two things. You will get both of these things. The first will be a gift card. Uh, and I teased on this on social media uh, a little bit recently. The first will be a gift card, and that gift card amount is going to be based on the total room package um, that, that you book. So that amount will be disclosed to you, and you know I'll tell you that up front. That will be delivered to you uh, prior to your trip. The second thing that you will get is I will send you an authentic Disney Parks uh, ornament, holiday ornament for 2019, so you can remember your trip in November and December. So that is something that I want you to have as a gift. So I'll give you both those things. Again, a, a gift card to help, and you can use that towards the cost of your vacation if you want, or you can use it um, while you're on your trip. So if you have children that are going to be traveling with you, you can kind of use that as a way to sort of manage uh, their gifts, you know, souvenir spending money, if you want to call it that. So the way you qualify for it, it's not for any trip that's booked. The way you qualify for it is this, okay? Uh, I want to make sure that I read this. So if let's say if you're a couple or family that you do book a trip in November, December of 2019, you have to have a minimum of a five-night stay with a minimum of a four-day park hopper ticket or greater. So again, it has to be a couple or family um, that is booking a trip in November, December of 2019 with a minimum of a five-night stay uh, with a four-day park hopper ticket or greater. Uh, I'm going to send you a 2019 Walt Disney World Christmas ornament. Um, to remember your trip and also I'm going to offer you a Disney gift card that can be used towards the cost of the trip itself or um, or you can use it uh, on while, while you're there so um, but again that's a card that I'm going to send you in the mail so you would have to choose to apply that uh, later on if you wanted and that gift card amount is going to be based on the final package price and I'll let you know what that is and those two things are something that I'm doing so uh, that, that is not something that Travelmation is doing. That is not something that Disney is doing. The free ornament thing or the gift card thing, that is something that, that is coming you know, from me uh, out of my park just to kind of thank you all for uh, trusting me with your vacation needs. So if you have folks that are going, please let them know about that. Um, and this is absolutely something that you can stack on top of the free dining offer and, and the fall holiday room offer. Um, and that is going to be most uh, reservations in in. November and December of this year. So again, this is only going to be open through September the 29th. Um, so now basically through September 29th, when the current Disney promotions in, I'm also going to be doing the, the free arm and also the gift card offer as well uh, to kind of give you extra boosts uh, towards your trip. So if you have questions about that, uh, please message me individually. That's going to be the best way to do that. 
Um, and if anybody, if any, there's any information, we'll share that um, to be had with with the rest of the group. Um, but we'd love to talk to you about that. Again, I love talking about Disney Resort hotels. They're a lot of fun to stay at. They're a blast. There's a bunch of different ones, a bunch of different options. And they are in the process of building more as we speak. There are two uh, that are not yet open. Uh, they're in various st- stages of development. There's probably more to come. I wouldn't be surprised if Disney says, hey, uh, you know, it's here's some more coming to you down the road. So um, my friend Hope, who who won the um, lanyard and pin, which is, it's coming to you, um, last week, she says, side note, when talking about the hoop dee doo it made her think about it. Have you ever done the Disney campfire s'mores with Chip and Dale? Um, and over at the campground, they have not done it. Wondered if it was worth it or just an extra fun thing if you have the time. So uh, she's got a very good point. So one of the one of the ways that you can actually see a couple of characters in costume, Chip and Dale, um, they are over in the Wilderness Resort area, and they do a s'mores campfire sing along, uh, you know, weather permitting, uh, pretty much every day. And that's something that anybody can go to. You don't have to have park tickets to it. You don't have to have a dining reservation to it. You can just show up, and you're there. Um, and it, it's kind of – so it, it's one of those things that I always recommend to people. If you're going to be staying in that resort area, definitely try and do it. Um, if you've never done it and you're looking for something new to do, it's definitely an option. If you're going for your first time or you're going to have a limited amount of time, I would not put that high on your priority list. But it, it definitely is a neat thing. It's, it's a lot of fun from folks that I've talked to. Um, to go and see and do so that is definitely something that I would uh, that I would consider if, if you're a veteran or if you're going to be spending a longer amount of time there and you're looking for something cool and kind of different to do maybe maybe it's you know a rest day activity you spend a good part of your day at Disney Springs or hanging out in the pool and you pop over and see Chip and Dale um, at the campfire sing along and kind of hang out for a little bit so uh, definitely definitely one thing to consider and think about so again uh, I love the interaction if you have any questions if you have any comments uh, please drop those now if you're watching this in the future. If you're watching, listening to it on podcast, shoot me an email, and we'll love to talk to you more. So thank you again for joining me for your Travel Tips Tuesday. As always, I don't charge anything at all for my travel planning, and I'm just here to serve you. Uh, so thank you for the opportunity to do that through this platform. We do hope you have a magical evening, and we'll see you real soon. Bye-bye.